Who are the best professional athletes in the Dallas area? On today's show, I am ranking the top 10 major four sports athletes in the Dallas area. Where do the Rangers stack up and how good are these guys? All that and more on this episode of Locked on Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked on Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, digital sports producer for the Dallas Morning News, the founder and host for all four seasons of this Locked On Rangers podcast. Thank y'all so much for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow the show at Locked On Rangers and subscribe on YouTube, where the best way you could help grow the show is to comment any single thing below. Now, on today's show, I am ranking the top 10 Dallas area athletes from the major sports. I am basing this off of a few requirements. By the way, sorry to FC Dallas and Dallas Wings, just the core four because, you know, pulling from the other sports would be uh, hard. It's already hard enough as it is with four, but I'm ranking them how good those players are at their comparative sport based on, you know, how they compare to the league, uh, how good they are for the team, what they bring to them. So it's kind of a a mishmash. There's a lot of, uh, you know, arguments for different players going in different spaces, but kind of just to see how the Rangers' best players stack up with the other players, because the other three teams of these major four are doing well in Dallas right now. The Cowboys, the Stars, and the Mavericks are all positioned to make the playoffs this season, and the Rangers have not made the playoffs since 2016. So it's kind of seeing how the top end of the Rangers stacks up with the rest in the town. Let's start off strong with number one. I think this is pretty easy. The uh, real Slam dunk, if you will, it's Luka Doncic. He is the best professional athlete in Dallas, bar none right now. He is at the top of his game. He is leading the league in points per game. He was the betting favorite to win the MVP of his league. He is a three-time all-first-team All-NBA, which means he is the top five players in the NBA, pretty much undoubtedly a top five player, maybe even a top three um, maybe the best player in the league, depending on who you ask and what they value. But the guy has been absolutely incredible. The 23-year-old Slovenian, uh, which is absolutely insane. He is just 23 years old and already the best. He's probably going to be at the top of this list for a long, long time. He has made three different all-star teams, has been an all-star every year since his rookie year. He has been a sensation, a revelation since he came into the league. He is an excellent passer, scorer, rebounder. He is top three in steals per game this year. He is top five in assists per game this year. He won a uh, Rookie of the Year award, and he's probably got an MVP and a championship in his future. Now, I, th- I think it's pretty clear that the rest of his team is is not going to be included in this list. It's pretty much just Luka Doncic. Doncic, good Lord. Um, and a bunch of randos out there trying their best and, you know, doing okay because Luka is just so dang good that it doesn't really matter what they do. They're going to be a pretty darn good team. Coming in at number two on this list, we switch to the Dallas Cowboys. We have linebacker Micah Parsons. He is 
in his second year in the league, also 23 years old, just a few months younger than Luka Doncic. He had a breakout first year in the league, was the hands-down rookie of the league defensively. He is a guy who can do literally everything on defense. It's kind of hard to compare all these different sports when you compare it to football because they just play one side of the ball, whereas all the other sports, they're playing both sides of the ball. But what Micah Parsons does well is pretty much everything on his side. He can rush the passer. He can play some pass coverage he can do literally whatever you need him to do and he is elite at pretty much all of it he is good at pursuing the quarterback which if not a big football person that is a very very important thing one of the more valuable things that you can do he finished second in defensive player of the year voting as a rookie as a rookie he has just been that good he finished sixth in sacks last year didn't even wasn't even a primary passer. That wasn't the main thing that he did. This year, he is in third in the league in sacks, um, has three forced fumbles, which is second in the league. He is in the top six for tackles for locks, loss. The guy is just absolutely incredible, a real Swiss Army knife, and is only getting better. He and Luka both incredibly good, incredibly young, and hopefully will stay in Dallas for many, many years to come. The guy is just... Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And the Cowboys are very, very lucky to have a player like him. Um, Both of these guys are going to be absolute stars. Parsons is already a star. Luka is an international star. Um, Parsons, well, now they're playing NFL games in Germany and England every other day and Mexico and maybe France, just wherever they're playing. Maybe Micah Parsons will become a household name. The guy made a Pro Bowl. He made an all-rookie team. He made uh, the all-pro team. The guy just did everything you could want and then some, uh, and he continues to get better and better and better. Was kind of the spark plug, and the Cowboys absolutely dominating the Vikings last week. So, yeah, he is a really, really darn good player, but he he's not there with Luka. He's not a top you know, five top three player in his league. He did get some votes. Uh, He was very high up there in the NFL top 100 where the NFL players rank each other on, you know, just who is the best player in the league. He finished 16th in that top 100 after just one year in the league. That was really, really incredible. Swept all of the defensive rookie of the year awards from the Associated Press, from pro football writers of America. um, And I think somebody else yeah uh just they he also got a uh, pro football riders of america just rookie of the year in general the whole thing was better than whoever was a rookie of the year on offense that year because he just had a spectacular breakout season but coming in at number three we move over to the colder sport we move over to hockey and we have stars defenseman miro haskin if you don't know much about hockey this is a guy who you should watch a lot of he is a 20 three-year-old there's something about the year 1999 and Dallas's best athletes all coming uh, uh into the earth that year uh he was born in July of 1999 so a little bit younger than these other guys but he has been in the league for a little bit longer than these other actually I think he came in the same year that Luka Doncic did had a phenomenal rookie season won the rookie of the year award uh, led the stars to the Stanley Cup finals in his first season if I'm remembering that correct actually no no no. yeah yeah okay remembering exactly when that happened but he I think yeah 
All right, yes, I am remembering that correctly. He did help lead the Stars to the Stanley Cup final, finished fourth in the Calder Trophy voting, which is the overall playoff MVP. He has two different finishes in the top 12 for the Norris Trophy, which is given to the best defenseman in the league. He is not a flashy scorer, although he is doing that at a very high clip this year, but he is one of, if not the best, defensive defenseman in the NHL. The things he does are hard to quantify, but I made sure to run this list by some actual stars experts, so it's not just me talking out of my butt. But Miro Haskinen might win the best defenseman in all of the NHL award this year, or he's probably going to finish at least in the top five, if not top three. He's been absolutely phenomenal and is, again, very young like all these guys. Coming up, we're going to get into who is number four through six in the list. We're going to get into our first Ranger. But first, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We have got it all at BetOnline.net. And If you love sports podcasts, you can go find those there at BetOnline as well. We've always got the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. If you're wanting to go and bet on one of these players winning awards in their respective sports, I'm sure they've got odds that are... Pretty, it it might you might not win a whole lot of money because it's it's pretty obvious that Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA this year. But if you're if you're feeling like yeah, I want to go put some money down on him winning the MVP award, if you want Micah Parsons for MVP, that'd be crazy. I don't think a defensive player has won NFL MVP in a very long time, if ever. But he could definitely win the NFL Defensive Player of the Year award if you want to put some money on Mir Haskinen winning uh, the. Uh, Norris Trophy, which is, is the name for it. Hockey has all their weird names for trophies. But if you want to put some money on that, you can do it at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Now, coming in at number four, we are staying on the ice, I think, right now. These stars are probably the best team if you're comparing all four in the places where they are. The Cowboys are kind of close. Mavs, well, they have Luka. And uh, in basketball, having one all-time great player is enough usually to propel you to being good, but they do some other stuff that's weird. But we are staying on the ice with Jason Robertson. He, again, is also 23 years old. He is a left winger, and he is listed at 6'3", 200 pounds. He made the all-rookie team in 2021. As a 21-year-old, he is 23 years old, like all these other guys. Um also finished second in the Calder Trophy Memorial Trophy voting, where um, his buddy finished in fourth that year, uh, Mir Haskinen, that is. But both those guys did a really, really great job. Robertson is one of the top scoring players in the NHL this year, just getting goals and assists at will, basically. It was the first time he had 40 goals last season. That's the first time anyone has done that since I believe it was Tyler Sagan did it, I think, just once with the Stars, but not a whole lot of 40 goal scorers for the Dallas Stars. He is leading them to lead their division. I think they are the best team in the West right now. They might not have the best record, but right now he has the most game-winning goals Um, this year. He had the most game-winning goals last year. He has the most even-strength goals, so not on the power play, the not easiest way to score goals. He's third overall in goals, and I believe 
let's see, he is uh, in the top three for points as well this year. That counts uh, goals and assists for those of you who don't follow hockey. The guy is very young and just signed a deal to stay in Dallas for next, I think, three, four years. He's going to be here for a while, and the guy is just getting better. Again, another young star talent in Dallas, um, not to make the pun, but definitely to make the pun. He is has an outside shot at winning MVP this year. He is really dang good, and I think he deserves to be ranked as the fourth best Dallas professional athlete. Coming in at number five, we are going back to the gridiron. We have Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain Prescott, who is a two-time pro Pro Bowler. He is the 2016 AP Offensive Player of the Year. He stepped in at the end of Tony Romo's career after some injuries gave him an opportunity to start. Uh, finished sixth in MVP voting that year. Made the Pro Bowl. Has made the Pro Bowl one time since then. Has been really darn good this year. Missed a lot of time last year. Was just absolutely lighting the entire world on fire. Was one of the better quarterbacks in football before that injury kind of sunk him and was not the same after he came back this year. He has been really darn good for the Cowboys. Has been really consistent and is leading them to hopefully another shot at the playoffs. Didn't do super great in the playoffs last year, but has been a really, really good and consistent quarterback. One of the best Definitely in the top 10, maybe the top five, depending on who you're asking. Um, it's just been very, very consistent. It's been able to make the big plays, all the throws, all those things that you like to say about good quarterbacks. Dak has done all those things. He's also been able to run pretty well. Not as much since that injury against the Giants that derailed his season last year. Maybe it was two years ago. I think it was just last year. I don't know. What is time anymore? Um, anyway, <laughs> Dak Prescott has been absolutely phenomenal for the Cowboys. The quarterback is the most important position on the field and maybe the most position in any of these sports outside of, eh, I, I think it's right up there with, with goaltender in hockey. Those guys make a really big difference or, uh, a pitcher. If you have, you know, the best pitcher in the world on any given night, then, uh, it's going to be pretty good. Like if the Rangers happen to sign Jacob deGrom, that would be pretty darn cool, but Dak Prescott, I think, definitely deserves to be in the top five players in Dallas professional sports. Coming in at number six, we finally have our first Ranger. I put Corey Seager here. I think overall he is the best player on this Rangers team. Yes, he had a bit of a down year last year, but still set a career high with 33 home runs. I think the shift being banned kind of generally changes my thoughts on him. But for his career, he has been absolutely fantastic. He has won a World Series. He's won a championship. I don't think... Unless my mind is is forgetting somebody, there's not really anybody, well, there's nobody in this top 10 that has won a championship at the highest professional level. Um, the closest is Luka Doncic, who won a EuroLeague um, final, or yeah, EuroLeague final and also um, Euro EuroBasket final as well. Two different things, a club trophy and then a trophy with his country. But Corey Seager has won a a World Series, was the MVP of that World Series, um, was a two-time Silver Slugger, was the Rookie of the Year, a three-time All-Star, and NLCS MVP that happened, again, in the Rangers building before he was a Texas Ranger. But absolutely phenomenal shortstop, probably one of the top five shortstops in all of baseball, which is one of the most important positions in all of baseball. I think he's due for a bounce-back year, has a career OPS of 850 and uh, 137 career home runs, averages you know 
28 home runs per 162 games, uh, which is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal for a shortstop. I think he definitely deserves to be here in this ranking. I think if we're looking at it rationally, at this point, he is the best Rangers player, hoping that he performs like it. I think Marcus Simeon definitely outperformed him overall last year. Offensively, he got outperformed by Nathaniel Lowe. But I think if you look overall at what he did, his defense improved. I think he was about average defensively at shortstop. He's, he's fine. He's not going to win any gold gloves. But when you're providing that kind of pop, which, again, Hopefully, we'll provide a little bit more of next year with the banning of the shift. I think that he definitely deserves to be here and could move up past old Dakota Rain Prescott into the top five Dallas pro athletes. Take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at a few more Rangers and a couple more Cowboys. But first, this word from our sponsors. Now, coming in at number seven, we go back to the gridiron. A little bit of a hard guy to judge where he ranks. I talked to our Locked On Cowboys host. Go check out their podcast. They have a great show. By the way, all the shows in the market are fantastic. Locked On Mavs, Locked On Cowboys, Locked On Stars with Dane is fantastic. All of these shows, go check them out if you are into the other sports and like hearing about teams that are doing better than the Rangers. Um, there are those in the Dallas area. And if you're a fan of them, go check out their shows. But this next guy is Cowboys right guard, offensive lineman, Zach Martin. He is 32 years old. He has made the Pro Bowl seven times, which all-star team for for those of you who don't follow football. He is a five-time All-Pro. He made the Hall of Fame All-2010s team. Yeah, already. And he's just 32 years old. He has been that good. He has been consistently one of the best at his position. It's hard to quantify what exactly offensive linemen do so well, but the way that he blocks for the run in pass protection, he is just an absolute monster. He is the pillar of health. He has been extremely consistent. He has only missed games twice in his career. I don't think he's missed any yet for the Cowboys. Missed six games back in 2020 missed uh, two games in 2018, but outside of that has started all 16 games every single year. He has just been so consistently great, was fantastic again last year, and is excellent yet again this year. The Cowboys have an absolute stud in their right guard in Zach Martin that opens up a whole lot of things for them, and instead of trying to look smarter by uh, pontificating on those things further, I'm going to go to what I know best, the number eight player in Texas, in Dallas specifically, is Marcus Simeon. We are back to baseball. Marcus Simeon is the Rangers second baseman. He has played second base for Texas for one year, coming off of signing a big deal. Had a really, really rough start to his Rangers career. Before that, he went to Toronto, played 162 games there, and had basically the best season that any second baseman has ever had. Won the Silver Slugger Award, won the Gold Glove Award, so he was the best defensive second baseman in the American League. Also the best offensive second baseman in the American League, and let's be honest, all of baseball. Finished third in AL MVP voting, got his first All-Star appearance because uh, the voters are crazy and somehow had never voted him to be an all-star before then but it's fine this year started off really rough but ended up on a great note went on a power hitting tear once the calendar turned to june was the best power hitting second baseman in all of baseball once that calendar turned to june and throughout the end of the month it took him until the end of may to hit his first home run with the rangers but after that it was pretty much 
All gravy looked like his great defensive self. I believe he he got a uh, an extension to or not extension, sorry, an invitation as a finalist for the Gold Glove. Um, actually, no, I don't think that he was, but he no, no, he did, he did, but he didn't get one for the Silver Slugger Award this year because of that horrific two month stretch start season. I think next year he is. He's not always the strongest starter, but he's not going to have that horrendous a start as he did this year. I think he's going to get back to being one of the best second basemen in all of baseball. He is going to be, he's always been healthy. That has always been his thing. He's always been consistent. And I think having that routine established now in Texas, it didn't, it was a little bit hard with all the expectations of the big contract and coming into a team that has not done, frankly, anything in a long time and trying to be the savior, savior along with Corey Seager. Once those things kind of rolled off his back, I think now he's comfortable in Texas and is going to get back to the elite player the Rangers thought they were getting when they signed him to that big old deal. Coming in at number nine, we are back to football. We have... Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs, who was born in 1998, um, is 24 years old, not quite as young as those in the top four, all born in the same year. By the way, Dak Prescott was was not born in the same year as Jason Robertson. Um, we finally have gotten to some of the older guys in the league, and by older, I mean Trayvon is in his second year. He actually, excuse me, third year. Third year out of Alabama. He is a former second-round pick. Last year, he made the All-Pro team. He made the Pro Football Rise of America most improved player last year. He led the NFL with 11 interceptions. Two of those were returned for touchdowns. Had 21 pass deflections, um, 52 tackles. Was just absolutely phenomenal. Made the All-Pro first team and set, I I think, tied the Cowboys franchise record for most interceptions in a season. Started all 16 games last year. Um, Was just absolutely phenomenal this year. He has been even better. There were a lot of, you know, concerns about, oh, well, if they're still throw if quarterbacks are still throwing you that means they that you're getting all these interceptions it means they don't fear you this year they have thrown at him a little bit less he has just three interceptions in 10 games this year but has been phenomenal in coverage shut down the best wide receiver in the league in minnesota that was stefan Diggs. stop not not stefan Diggs. justin jefferson excuse me um on Sunday was absolutely phenomenal. Pretty much took him from the jump and said, no, I'm taking this guy out. He is not going to beat us like he beat one of the best teams in the NFL the week before. He has been excellent this year. He has 13 pass deflections, 35 tackles. Um, has just been all over the place and has not been picked on nearly as much as he was in his first couple of years. Has taken fewer gambles. Has not been beat deeply in coverage. Is just a really, really good, solid lockdown corner. And is hopefully going to be in Dallas for many, many years to come. Now, the last guy on this list, I did some debating. There were a few guys here that I considered putting here. Um, but I ended up going with Nathaniel Lowe coming off a fantastic season where he won his first career silver slugger. For those who don't know, Nathaniel Lowe is the Texas Rangers first baseman. He has been in Texas for this. He will be heading into his third year. He has had two years under his belt was fine. All right. Okay. Decent. Uh, the most okay player on a horrendous 2021 team there at the end. 
but made phenomenal improvements this year and won the American League Silver Slugger as the best offensive first baseman, was a top five first baseman in baseball. I think he was not going, if he was in the National League, he would not have beaten out the guy who won the MVP award for the National League Silver Slugger, but he plays in the American League, so he won it because he was the best offensive player for the Texas Rangers team that had a really pretty good offense after a year where they were one of, if not the worst offensive teams in all of baseball, finished the year with 27 home runs, hit over 300, had an 851 OPS, which was top 10 in the American League, was just one of the best offensive players in the American League, a league that's you know generally known more for offense. I think it's a little more even now that the National League has the H, but he was really, really good offensively. Obviously, there are some defensive limitations, was one of the worst, if not the worst, defensive first base but at first base, you're not really worried about that. You're mostly there to hit and to hit a lot. And he did that. He hit against righties. He hit against lefties. He hit at home. At home, He hit on the road. He hit late in games. He hit early in games. He hit all the freaking time. And he really, really caught fire in the month of August, where I still think that he should have won American League Player of the Month award. But Alex Bregman was just a little bit hotter than him, but he had an OPS over 1,000, was just absolutely phenomenal from the All-Star break on, was was pretty good before the All-Star break. It's fine. Wasn't quite hitting for as much power, but really found his power stroke in that second half from the middle of July on. Actually, really from, from kind of June on is really when he found his stride. Um, just absolutely dominated offensively. Hopefully he can make a few better strides and just be middle of the pack defensively and continue to hit like this and the thing is he's he's probably getting better he's probably going to get a little bit better i know the baseball reference projections are a little bit down on him have his ops at uh under 800 next year and only 20 home runs i don't think that's the case this is a new and improved nathaniel Lowe. he can hit fastballs now he could always hit breaking balls he hits right he's left literally there is not anything offensively that he can't really do has top tier top of the scale power I think he'll tap into it a lot more that was a concern with him last year is that okay well he he has a lot of power in there when he really gets into one he'll hit it a country mile but this year he really started tapping into it more often and look what got look what he got what he got still walked at a, at a pretty decent rate less than last year but was crushing it a whole lot more so offensively he was providing a whole lot more value I think he definitely deserves to be in this top 10 maybe he'll pass Trayvon Diggs maybe not but there are a lot of good players on this list from all of these sports the other three teams are winning a little bit more than the the Rangers are but I, I think with a decent offseason with a excuse me, with a really good offseason, which I think I'm hoping that the Rangers can pull off. I think they'll definitely get in there. I want to give some honorable mentions to some other guys. The Stars goaltender Jake Ottinger. He before he got injured, he came back from injury recently. Uh, I was talking to uh, Saad Yusuf of the Athletic. Uh, I showed him my list. I was like, "All right, you you've been a generalist and you're now a Stars expert. What do you think of this list?" He was the one who who made me think, "All right, yeah, Miro probably needs to go a little bit ahead of Jason Robertson, but they're both really darn good." He thought maybe Jake Ottinger in the number ten spot um, because he was the best goaltender in the National Hockey League before his injury has not quite been as good since, but 
I think he is also still pretty young. We don't exactly know what he is, but I think Nathaniel Lowe is a little bit more established, more confident in that. Um, also, I can talk a little bit more about how Nathaniel Lowe, and this is a baseball podcast, so I think the tiebreaker goes to the baseball runner. I also want to give a shout out to CeeDee Lamb, Cowboys right receiver, Brady on Good, and Martin Perez, who had a career year, and I think... If the Rangers had signed him to a multi-year deal, maybe that would have changed my mind. It probably shouldn't have, but maybe it would have. I think I'm more bullish on Nathaniel Lowe repeating exactly what he did last year um, and maybe even improving than I am Martin Perez. I don't think Martin Perez can really improve on what he did last year. If he replicates it, fantastic. Then maybe he should be ahead of Nathaniel Lowe. But I think he's a really darn good player and probably, probably just missed the cut. But... I want to thank you all so much for listening. If this is your first time you ran and we found me because you were searching for Luka Doncic. Well, if you like baseball, this is a great podcast for you. If not, then um, I wish you well and thank you for your click. Um, that's going to do it for this edition. Thank you all again for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or and wherever you get your podcasts. Also, go check out those other shows in the market, Locked On. On Mavericks, Locked on Cowboys, and Locked on Stars. All great shows hosted by great people. Thank you all so much for listening and subscribing. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.